seen something amazing. Okay. What you got? Remember I told you about the breakdown video on the PS5? Yes. And I, I now had a theory. Uh-oh. My theory Lloyd was theory. Lloyd's theory coming in hot. What is it? Hot as you like. Customizable plates. Side plates. It's oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I remember you talking about that when... When did we talk about that for the podcast? Was it last week or the week before? Uh, week before. Week before. But when I watched that video and saw how easy those plates, the side plates, unclipped, I was like, damn, dude, they're going to do customizable plates. And there's a company that's already come out with them. At the minute, these ones like are 40 bucks. Really? Yeah. But I think, but then I reckon a lot of people be like able to hydro dip them because they're just like a, they're a plastic, isn't they? And yeah, yeah, I think we're going to see a lot of like customizable stuff. But one of the biggest things they've done is if you don't want a gleaming white PlayStation Five in the middle of your front room, mm-hmm. then uh, they've they've come out with the matte black ones already. I was about to say, like, you think the the off color instead of going to be white for PS4, you think it's going to be black? Like it was for PS4, the off color was white, correct? So possibly, possibly, yeah. I mean. Already looking at some of these uh, customizable plates, they look uh, they look pretty good, man. Are they but like games? Like... Are they like games? Uh, not yet. So this is just some some company that's sort of producing. They got like a matte black one, and they got some like funky patterns and that. But I imagine there's going to be a load of like game exclusive plates you can buy and stuff like that, which is gonna be I, pretty dope. I remember, I think it was for Xbox. They had the gears plates, right? The gears mm-hmm. customized, yeah, and. You could like take those off your Xbox One or your 360 and put those on there. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, man. There was um, I've seen a picture. I don't know if it was like um, just an idea or if it's an official thing, but there was a PlayStation 4 Cyberpunk edition. Oh, really? That's cool. <clears throat> Looks really good, man. So yeah, buy me some Cyberpunk side plates. That'd be dope. That would be. But cool. yeah, my theory was correct, and yeah, so nice to have some customizable options, man. So like. Not everyone's is the same. Yeah, absolutely. Even though you're going to be the only one to see it. <laughs> but... <laughs> uh, well, facts, but, you know. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah. It's it. something that might kind of aesthetically please the room kind of thing, you know. You can get something to kind of match your so, game man, we'll, we'll get you one black with a big... Like, we'll get a vinyl label on it. It'll be like The Grit Show. Oh, I'm down. Speaking of The Grit Show... Welcome back to the Great Show, guys. I am your host Danielson, and I am joined with my co-host DJ Lloyd. Lloyd, you doing okay today? Yeah, not bad, man. Not bad. How are you? I'm pretty good. Today we have a very, 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 very special guest. My man. I've known this guy since he was a squeaker. We're gonna say that. We're gonna say since he was a squeaker because he was a squeaker when we first met. (laughs) The squeakers uh, of squeakers. This guy, <laughs> he's in his 20s now. Um, he's in his 20s now. He's probably one of the best gamers that I play with. Uh, this dude's a legend. Um, I've, I've known him for a while. We've come through the years together. And none other than the man, the myth, the legend himself, the apprentice, Bobby Perez. How you doing today, man? Oh, man, I'm doing good. And you guys, one thing to say is you got jokes. You guys are funny. <laughs> what do you mean? I give you that. 
<laughs> man, you know, it's been it's been far too long, yo. I I didn't like I couldn't even realize I was a squeaker when we met. It's ridiculous. Do you remember but where yeah, we was? I know me and you, license met on Red Dead, and we was fighting each other, and it was the craziest thing because we were <laughs> fighting so ridiculous. I think it was outside of what, outside of uh, not tumbleweed. I think it was armadillo. Actually, armadillo. Oh, yeah, yeah. We was we was having the fight of our life, man. Like we <laughs> against was, each other. Against yes, and then we were fighting each other, and then I don't know what happened, but something caused us to be both most wanted. And the next thing you know, the whole lobby was coming after us. Yeah, and, and then we later, just we got on a coach and left. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we both got, got on, on a coach. coach and left, and then we've Both. been friends ever since. <laughs> exactly, man. Bro, oh, ever man. since then, there's been like that friendly rivalry there. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, the competition. So, yeah, let's talk about it a little bit. You know, so we started on Red Dead. Yep. Uh, how old were you when you playing Red Dead? Do you remember? <laughs> I was probably like twelve. Or yeah, okay, so that that lets everybody know, you know, he was definitely a squeaker. And you're how old now? I'm 22. You're okay, so we've known each other for 10 years. So you can only imagine the. Uh, oh my god, dude! It's a you're right. It's a decade. <laughs> you can only yeah. imagine the games we've been through together. It's been ridiculous, dog. Like. We've been through ups and downs, crazy fights, like back and forth, and then also just ultimate like tag team to the highest. It's great. It's always been that though. It's always been that friendly rivalry. You know, we always try to outdo each other, and it's just kind of, you know, it's a friendly banter kind of thing. So it's not exactly, bad. exactly. We don't mean nothing by it. It's just how we are. It's in our nature. Of course, <laughs> just something to keep the other one going forward. Exactly, and. You'll always be the apprentice because you're not good enough to be the master. I'm just saying. Uh, I'm just uh, saying. Okay. You know what? You know what? <laughs> That's my name. I'll let you have this one. <laughs> and then one day, the pair of you will be the grandmaster like me. And then it will be all good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. man. So, Lloyd, where did you meet Apprentice? Same place I met you, man. Same raid. That's right. It was actually the same raid. Do you remember that, Bobby? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Those days, man, they were ridiculous. Man. Literally, I met the pair of you, and then I told you I hadn't done any other raids, and you were like, right, we're taking you. And literally, <laughs> I stayed up till about 5 o'clock in the morning raiding all the old raids on Destiny with you two. Yeah, we three-man Crota that night. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, oh, that I was, remember. That was lit, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I remember Vault of Glass. I remember teaching you Vault of Glass. That was the day. Yeah. Oh, man. I yeah, remember more, with Crota, though, we just told you, like, when we got to Crota, we were like, stay in this room. We got this. <laughs> yep, <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes. Oh, he man. just watched the whole thing, watched me and Apprentice just going at it through the window. It was great. Yeah, we we two-manned it with so much ease. It was so crazy. You know, I've been going back and forth to Destiny 1 again, my guy. Oh, yeah. I believe it. I mean, like Destiny One has had it's had its run. It's pretty nice. It still has its obviously, you know, it's it's good reminiscence and stuff right. and all that. But you know, that's just unfortunately, I it pains me to say it to this day that that's going to be a thing of the past. You know, Destiny One that is, but not for long. Bro, do you, you remember know? we both platinum that game at the same time? Yes, we the last trophy we both needed was the flawless raider, and you and can we two man Crota to get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can imagine that. Like we, it was so much ease. We yeah. we was matching sets. You had the the raid gear on. I had my raid gear on with the. Yeah. We had the what is it? 
the hard mode glow. I yeah. remember that. Yeah, the, it's, it's oh, too big. It's, I forget the name of it. Uh, I don't remember. I, uh, I don't remember. It's good, it was like glow. Yeah, it was like a, a teal neon yeah. blue. And yeah, stuff. It, and it glows. The were back. It was nice. Good. Yeah, it was really nice. Oh, man. Oh. But yeah, enough reminiscing. Let's get on with the topics. Uh, Lloyd, what, what kind of topics we got today, man? Mm, we got some good ones, man. We have got some very Do good ones. Do we always? Don't we always have good topics? Well, to be fair, yeah, we're pretty good with picking our topics, and we? <laughs> Not to be biased or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, one of the good ones, uh, new game coming out, Ghost Runner. Ooh, this I'm game looks this. pretty dope, man. We're going to talk a bit about that. Uh, we got some comments uh, from the Stadia director, um, which That's is juicy. That's real juicy. That's real juicy. That is a can of worms. I want to save opened. that one. I want to save that one for the last one because I feel like we're going to spend a good amount of time on that one. Sounds good, man. Uh, we got Tom Holland's comments, mm-hmm. um, and then we got the whole crossplay. People turned off crossplay on the new Call of Duty uh, okay. to avoid PC cheaters. So that's yeah. what we got. Okay. All right. Well, Apprentice, there's your topics. Now you know what to expect. All right. All right. Yeah, true. True. I okay. appreciate it. Yep. So let's start. Let's start with the Tom Holland thing. So Tom Holland says Sony can't fire him for leaking Uncharted movie. Um, and it's not really like it's not really like a drama thing. It's just kind of like, OK, you know, I got approved by this guy. Then that means I can't really get fired from it. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, the Uncharted movie actor Tom Holland has weighed in on the new photos emerging from the set of the movie, the Ooh. Uncharted movie, by teasing that he too might have his own photo to share soon. Holland retweeted an image shared by developer of Naughty Dog that showed him and Nolan North, the voice actor from Nathan Drake in the Uncharted games, with a tweet that said, do you think Sony would be pissed if I spontaneously uploaded a first look picture? I got Nolan's approval, so I guess they can't fire me now. So, oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, that's, Holland's, <laughs> that's Holland's tweet to everybody, I guess. And, I mean, I guess he's right. I mean, if Nolan approved it, then I guess he's right. Well, what are they going to yeah. do? Fire the voice of Drake? Now. Yeah, they, they you exactly. can't do that. Yeah, you, they really you can't, can't just go back and find somebody else. No, it's not possible. It's been running for so many years. I remember I grew up on Uncharted and the games and stuff. Yeah. Man, yep. And then possible. that's the thing though. It's like Naughty Dog, the, the Naughty Dog developer was the one who posted the image. So really Sony can't get pissed <laughs> about that. Yeah. Well, they they for- just um <clears throat> they just it always was an image of um Nolan and Holland. Yeah, that's um, all. Yeah, so it doesn't really give too much away. But yeah, it was just, uh, I mean, Tom Holland isn't exactly known for being tight-lipped over spoilers and things like that. This um, is true. And yeah, so he's, he's kind of cheeky little tweet of like, uh, I might have my own picture to post. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kind of <laughs> cementing things in place, giving little teasers. Yeah. But could be a pub- publicity, son. It could be, Sony could have even said... Couldn't this. anything be a publicity snap? Yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> I mean you see so much now where it's like this got leaked from nowhere. This got leaked from one of the game developers on a game. <laughs> and right. it was like, come on now, would they really risk their job for a leak? Hell no. Exactly. Yeah, it's you're the right. developers saying, I'll oh, <laughs> put that out there, get people talking about us. Mm. So that's where my 
my thoughts lie is it's probably all planned. Do you know what I mean get get the whole internet like buzzing over it? Do you know what I mean get them talking? And Colin's it just, good about that. Yeah, I mean it's, it's free publicity, way. ain't it? Yeah, word of mouth is the best kind of publicity. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. That's going to be one crazy thing. I'm pretty sure they're going to do pretty well as well when it comes to making the whole movie itself. But yeah, they're, they're going to be pretty nice with sparking, sparking that little bit to start the fire of, of how good it's going to be and stuff. But you the played movie. the Uncharted series, have you not? Oh, yes. I've played the entire series. It's good, incredible. right? Incredible. Yes, yes. I love this, this series. It's one of the ones that I grew up with, and it will always have a special place in my heart of how good it is and, and whatnot. Wow. So oh, Love it. Yeah. Emotional, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good game. Like, and I'm excited for the movie as well. Man, I saw the little screenshot of, of, of Tom Holland with Nathan's outfit. And I was like, oh, how I was confused. Oh, so first, he I was, did leak it. Yeah, it he was wearing his shirt. It. Yeah, the first thing that I noticed was his little iconic ring on his necklace. That was the first thing I noticed. And I was like, wow. okay. All right. So so it's gonna be like in the times like around Uncharted One and Two. I noticed because that was when it was prominent with those clothes, and I got a feeling it's going to be a little bit on on a on a, a younger Nathan Drake side. Well, the reason the reason I I have to agree with you, and the reason <clears throat> I agree with you is because it says in that article that I read, it said that they had been working on it in development, like it's been in development since like two thousand eight. Ooh, and so it's been in development for twelve years, and they just started filming this movie, I think, in March of this year. Oh, so this is gonna be pretty juicy. So I think that's why we have all these uh, all these leaks coming out now. You know, yeah, because they just started filming it. But mm. I mean, I think it goes back to last week's episode when we spoke about uh, the Monster Hunter movie. Now, yes, yes. as we know, yeah, um, as we know, any film based on a video game usually does not do very well in the box office. Right, that's so true. I think they're like. Things like this, like this one, Monster Hunter. I think they're trying to turn a corner with that um, and try and make these something. Do you know what I mean? Make them good rather than being kind of just average or below average. Because I say most of them just don't do very well. Right. Um, so I think they're they're trying to throw some money at it and get things right and get the the plots and the storylines correct and have enough money for like the visuals and that to make it a kind of like a, a bit of a blockbuster rather than a kind of um, a nothing kind of film again because there's been so many films that true. have just been true, average at best. Mm-hmm. And the only one that yeah. I can think of that I liked that was based off of a game, and I mentioned this last week, was uh, Prince of Persia. Like, oh. even though even though that was a Disney movie, it was still pretty good for a you know to be after a video game. Yeah, well, even though I haven't actually seen that one, that sounds like it'd be pretty good. It's a good movie. Uh, they have oh, what's his name? Is it Jake Gyllenhaal as the main actor? He plays what's he's his pretty name? good. Uh, he's a dude from Brokeback Mountain, which is kind of weird, but yeah, <laughs> you watched that film, you mean? No, I haven't. <laughs> I just know that's what people were saying was like it's the same actor from Brokeback Mountain, and they it's put him in a Disney film, movie. Out of all people. Yeah, <laughs> definitely Bobby's favorite film for sure. Absolutely, oh, that's why he. That's why he loves Red Dead so much. Oh no, <laughs> that is that is a negative. Oh man, no kidding. <laughs> sure about that, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I haven't seen that. 
at all. But yeah, that one's just uh, so the listeners know I will drive Bobby all day long because I can. (laughs) (laughs) It's been the way since the day I met him, and it will never change. Yeah, Yeah, it still has to this day. I can't believe you. I can't believe you entirely. (laughs) Eight years, man. Eight years of driving. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Maybe that's the that's the reason you only turn up like once every six months. <laughs> you made him chill. spit on my drink. <laughs> funny you oh, mentioned man. that, like how he turns up every six months. So funny story. Mm-hmm. This guy, when we first met, he just kind of like disappeared for like a year. Okay, and keep in mind when we first met him, he was a squeaker. <laughs> he comes back. Okay, so we were playing with a few other friends at the time, and he oh, comes wow. back because we noticed him online. And I was like, "Oh crap, Prince is online!" So I invited him. <laughs> And he goes, hello. And I'm like, this ain't him. <laughs> There's no way this is him. Who are you when we done with Bobby? <laughs> oh, Dude, man. I legit, legit. I thought it was his brother at first. <laughs> Don't know why. I just thought it was his brother. And then he's like, it's me. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I remember that day. I was so scared. I was like, what happened? Did my friends not recognize me? <laughs> no, we didn't. That's just it. Uh, we yeah. didn't. And, and Daniel was like, damn, I thought Bobby was a girl. <laughs> <laughs> It's crazy, man. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> anyway. Going off topic. Uh, that, let's go. Dude, that is our style. Let's be honest. Uh, yeah, podcast. you're right. You're right, <laughs> you're right but we, wanna, we don't want to get too far on a tangent. That's true. Bring it back in a little bit. Let's go. Let's talk about Ghost Runner. <clears throat> this, this game. Why is it? Back. Why is it that they're coming out with these games that's cyberpunk related? I believe it. No, but unbelievably enough, I haven't heard much about this. Okay, oh, so this dude. one, I just saw this like over the weekend. Like I just uh-huh. saw them like over my feed on Facebook over the weekend. And I was like, wait, what is this? So, Ghost Runner is an upcoming cyberpunk action video game developed by Polish Imp- Development Studio. One more level and co-published by All In Games and Five Hundred Five Games. Ooh, they make some pretty good games. Yeah, they do. So it's set in the future after a global ca- global cataclysm. A city and a giant tower is the last bastion of humanity. Implants determine membership in various case- castes that divide the community. Violence and poverty lead to a rebellion. Players assume the role of a hero who uniquely can fight both in the physical world and in cyberspace. Ooh. The, the aim is to ascend the tower and defeat its ruler, the Keymaster. The game's core mechanic is one hit, one kill, which means that one attack is enough to kill an enemy or the hero. Ooh, that sounds pretty good. Bro, it sounds like a more simplistic version of Cyberpunk 2077 to me. Well, the thing is, like, cyberpunk is a generic term, so if you remember that cyberpunk is about, it talks about, you know, futuristic implant-type stuff. Right. So it's not necessarily directly linked to cyberpunk. It's, like, the same as steampunk, do you mean, for a while everyone was crazy about the whole thing of steampunk. Mm-hmm. One thing I really like about this game is, is have you guys ever, have you guys played Superhot? Yeah. Uh-uh. Right. Superhot in VR, by the way, is amazing. But the, the idea around that in Superhot is it's quite tactical because it's like one hit, one kill for everything, including yourself. Mm-hmm. But what happens is like you'll have people shooting at you or throwing things at you or coming at you, but time only moves when you move. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. 
So if you've got mm-hmm. someone about to punch you, you can move out the way, but you need to be aware of your surroundings because you could have someone else coming at you. And, but as soon as you move, they start moving. And it's really interesting. It's got that kind of-esque feel to it because um, I like the fact that there's a part when you can actually slow down time because mm-hmm. the whole mechanic of the game is if you do, if you get hit once, you're dead. So what? Okay, so what is that? Oh, what are they stealing that mechanic from? Is that like Darksiders? Maybe it might not be Darksiders. No, There's a game that does something like this. There's uh, a few I... games out there that do it. Um, so what was the other one? Let me try and. Oh, I know Devil May Cry does that at one point. One of the difficulties is you can kill in one hit, but you can also get one hit as well. And same with Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man. Yeah, PS4. That one does that too with a suit, I think, from Greg. But this Ghost Runner, I'm trying to remember it. So it's uh, like... Hotline Miami is the other one that does that. Ah, uh, what I'm thinking of. Oh, I get it. I've seen this. Yeah, I've seen this game before. Like, like it was a few months ago where I've seen it. And I was like, yo, this looks really cool. Where it's like samurai and stuff. Yeah, it's like a cyber katana. It looks pretty cool. Yes. Mm. Oh, I have seen that before. It's oh, quite man. interesting as well, the whole base around it. So from what I understand is humanity is the, the what's left oh. is what's left, and they all live in this tower. Um, mm-hmm. So there's no one else. Everyone lives, everyone's left on planet Earth after this apocalypse lives in this tower. Mm-hmm. And you're basically working your way up this tower, which makes it simplistic. Mm-hmm. But then from what I understand, as you progress up this tower, you'll learn new skills and abilities. So things like you'll learn to slow down time. Um, there'll be different types of enemies. Um, and it'll get to a point where you can actually ricochet bullets mm. and things Ooh. like that. And then apparently... You were talking about even... that with uh, Cyberpunk, too. Mm. That's right. Um, and another thing which I thought was really interesting is as you progress through the story and through the levels, you'll actually come up against people that can do exactly the same as you. So you use swords can slow down time and all that so then that makes up for some really interesting oh, gameplay that's gonna be good mm-hmm. okay. that you know that reminds me of that reminds me of dishonored and how that plays dishonored that's the one i'm thinking of yeah that's what it is that's it's the, the dishonored game i'm thinking game. of not dark siders oh, i don't man. know why i said dark siders yeah that's the game i'm because thinking of yeah yeah dishonored. This, dishonored was so good oh yeah. man just being able to dash around and teleport everywhere just doing everything in one you go slow time in that one too right yeah yes you yeah. can slow time teleport you can do all kinds of stuff oh man i saw a video of a guy who did that in dishonored and he he like stopped time right as the guy shot so the bullet was like mid-flight so <laughs> he slowed down time <laughs> and he went over grabbed the guy and moved him in front of the bullet that he shot <laughs> so it ended up killing himself i was like yeah that's great probably the dude oh, from man. x-men what's his face uh night quicksilver or nightcrawler uh quicksilver quicksilver, quicksilver yeah. yeah do you know like where they're in the uh they're all in the the big mansion and it's about to explode and he runs in and he's like catching fish in bowls and things like that and moving yes. people and... yeah oh man <laughs> Those days, that man, that man was quick as all can be when it comes to doing that, yo. And yeah, it kind of reminds me of that in a way. Yeah. <laughs> if he was slow as hell, he would be oh, doing man. a good job for that. <laughs> it's true. That's true. I could just, man, so things overall, would be different. Overall, are y'all gonna play this? Oh but yes, mostly, most definitely. Because this was a they. A lot of people saw this and played the demo at a show, which is basically orientated around indie games. Mm. So then to have this kind of 
unique kind of game amongst a bunch of indie games is like it's, I think what's what caught people's eye is like you're in a show full of indie games and then you've got this kind of thing which is like okay mm-hmm. this is uh this is different and yeah I like the concept of it I think it's gonna be pretty good definitely think we'll have to give it a go um I know that if you pre-order on Steam you get an exclusive katana which is pre-order only sounds uh, nice I don't think even think it's that much um to be honest because I it's de- classed as an indie right it's probably going to be like a $40 game, maybe. If you can uh, pre-order it, when does it come out? If you can pre-order okay. it right now, when does it come I had out? that. So, it's to be... Let me try that again. <laughs> to be released for Microsoft <laughs> Windows, Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and Nintendo Switch on October 27th. So, it's literally Tuesday. Really? Wait. Th- this podcast comes out today. It's coming out Tuesday. It's, Today's the 25th. Wow. Man. To be honest, that's so, probably going to be like one of the last games I buy for my PS4 until the PS5 comes out, unfortunately. But Cyberpunk, so bro. It, yeah, that too. Yeah, that too. Those there's like a few games that's like in the lineup with PS4 mm-hmm. before PS5 comes out. I'm gonna scoop and try to get and play before PS5 drops because it's a, to be honest, they're doing a really good job of sending off the PS4 with these incredible games. And the thing is too is like you know they're releasing it again for PlayStation Five and Xbox Series X and S in twenty twenty one. So yep. that, oh. it's um it's twenty quid, so twenty pounds English. So probably probably close to thirty then. Yeah, it's not like it'd be around thirty dollars. Yeah. So yeah, that I don't know if I'm gonna get that one or not. I might go the Cyberpunk route and not get this one, but I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen nothing on it. That's just it. Like it just come across my feed over the weekend, and I'm like, oh, okay. I'm gonna have to. Oh yeah, I I recommend looking at a couple of videos. It's pretty good. Like I was watching it just scrolling through YouTube one day, and I seen, oh, what is this? And it's like a little caption of something. I don't remember the name, but um, he had just went through, and it was like one of those guys that can just do stuff so perfectly, and I was like, right. this is incredible, and it looks beautiful, and even if I wasn't perfect, it seems like it'd be really fun. Right. Apparently a lot yeah. of the kill kind of cam parts um, are reminiscent of, like, Doom. Ooh. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. They, they've described it as Doom meets Blade Runner. Oh, that's a good, that's a good combo. I like that. Yes, actually. yeah. <laughs> that looks really good. It's, yeah. it's it's gonna be pretty good. It's gonna be a fun game whenever it drops in a couple of days. Oh man, I'm gonna go broke in November. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to take out a loan. Yeah. <laughs> well, Bobby, what have you pre-ordered your PS5 yet? I have. You Did have you really? Me. Yes, uh, I have. We have not. We have not. Ah. Wait, wait, it's become famous and get given one. We're still looking for sponsors. Anybody out there that's listening, we're still looking for sponsors. So, Uh, this up. Never know. Somebody (laughs) might pop up someday and be like, hey, you know, let's work together. Yeah. (laughs) Perfect. It's like, does uh, PS5 come with this deal? Okay, yeah, we're good. (laughs) I'll take three. <laughs> yeah, I mean white, white, and white. <laughs> be, be like, be like Patrick on Spon- SpongeBob. I'll take ten. <laughs> Man, the <laughs> machinations of my mind are an enigma. <laughs> Man, right. speaking like speaking of the PS5, like mm-hmm. um. Did you guys, uh, you guys probably saw that there's going to be customizable things. Do you, do you guys think 
how much customization they'll be able to do with the side panels. How much do you guys think we'll like we'll do like paint whole background arts like box arts on the sides? Dude, or, I reckon like, so. I reckon what... like well, Joyster ain't it really? Yeah, it's gonna be. <laughs> I think people are just gonna get ridiculously creative with that, and I'm excited to see what people can do. The right. thing is that the the side plates don't perform any function other other than covering the in it, so you can't screw them up by painting them and things like that. No, so you, you we all know this. Yeah, so we know there's these artistic people in the world. The people are going to come up with some amazing stuff. They're going to yeah. paint on themselves. Companies are going to come up with like, do you know I mean skylines? You probably like to almost turn the side of your PlayStation into a picture frame. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's going to be so much stuff. So to have something customizable, because I think the last time we had anything like that was the front face plates of the Xbox 360. Yeah. Which let's, mm. let's be honest, that was some time ago, and you had a great big button and everything in, in the middle of it. But these are just—it's like a blank canvas, so it's just That's giving true. options. I think, um, which is nice. I mean, like people like to make things their own. That's true. We're all, That's true. And we're you know we're kind of getting older in a creative world, so it's like the possibilities are endless when it comes to creativity because you don't know who's out there and you don't know what their mind is capable of. So I mean, it's... yeah, especially after the time that has gone past with them. Right, that's what I'm saying. And then all these games we got, you know, you have everybody who likes a different game and who loves a different game, you know, the the customization that they can come up with just based off one game or whatever might be different from somebody else who sees the same game in a different way. Mm-hmm. So, True. I mean, it's just going to be interesting. Like you said, we're probably going to see a bunch of videos pop up on YouTube of people who are painting or hydro dipping their PlayStation 5 side plates to mm. the what they want. I mean, you're probably going to see a bunch of videos there for that alone. True, true. Do you know what I'd love to see? Do you know what I'd absolutely like? Literally, little thought just pops into my mind. What's that? So you know, so, how, so you know how like sometimes you'll get like a van and someone will paint a Lamborghini on like on the van and add the oh like, yeah add the wheels and then they'll do like a background on the top. Imagine like in the bottom of it, it's like an Atari. And then the rest of it is like the bookshelf or wherever you've got it, kind of thing. Oh, so yeah. the side that's like some, yeah. some old school console, but it's actually a place because it's massive, ain't it? Yeah. So you could paint like, do you know what I mean? A uh, any like old school console spectrum, whatever you want, and then mm-hmm. have just kind of a randomized background that blends in um, with whatever you've got your PlayStation sitting on. That would be pretty cool, man. Imagine painting really cool. it. Imagine painting it with like the neon or the glow paint. That'd be cool, man. Like, do like glow lines, like with the lining of the side plates. <laughs> See streamers with this glow on the side of their face. Yeah, and you're like, what the you heck is that? <laughs> you know what they'll, do? They'll, they'll have the lights panel, like with the rainbow lights coming all around. Yes. <laughs> man. Yeah, that'd be good. That would be great. Yeah, I, I expect, like I said, to see a bunch of videos with people having different ideas and, you know, Lloyd, somebody's probably going to steal that idea if they heard that. I copyright that idea. (laughs) 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 To be fair, though, in in this current state of the world, Mm -hmm. it's nice because the thing is, if you if you are truly an artistic talent, then it's something that you could base a business model from. Do you know what I mean? In in the in the current times where people are falling on hard times, the fact that you can buy these plates. And then you could paint it and sell them and give someone a business. So I think that's great. Absolutely. That's true. The gaming yeah. industry is so vast now. It reaches to 
all corners of the globe. Do you know what I mean? It's before it was a very niche market, wasn't it? If you go back way back when, mm-hmm. um, and do you know I mean it was mainly kids? Do you know what I mean when we was gaming, it was all about the kids. You'd meet up with your buddies at school and it'd be like, "What are you playing?" But you'd never hear of adults gaming. And now I swear there's more adults gaming than kids. So it's yeah, got possibly. such a vast audience because now. the kids grew up into adults. That's yeah. why. Yeah, yeah of course. Time has changed. And now, and now the adults are showing their kids, and it's yeah. just going to come full circle. It's just going to keep doing that. And the thing is, it's like like you're saying, it was a real niche market, but now it's Shoot. it's to the point now where it's like anything that could be thought of has been thought of. Mm-hmm. Almost, we're almost to that point. So now we're just kind of growing more and more and more and more. You know, you, you know, you have more people doing the same thing instead of just like one dude doing that thing. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's growing, and that's a great thing. And I, I mean, I there love needs it. to be more. So, in terms of a new concept and things like that going forward, we're not mm-hmm. going to see huge graphical changes no. because I've had this conversation with multiple people. Multiple people. You can't get more realistic than realistic. You can't go beyond that. No, you can't. that's right? true. And graphics are encroaching on that. This like if you compare them to ten years ago, do you know what I mean that they're so realistic? Oh, and they're only minor, minor tweaks. So you have they ha- they're having to think outside the box a little bit, um, which is just interesting because it brings new new ideas and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. The fact of the matter is, consoles are getting to a point where do you know I mean they're going to be the most powerful they possibly be, providing you know almost perfect realism mm-hmm. it's only a little further forward you can get with graphics until it's like yeah that literally just looks like i walked outside and you've True. you've you've said it before too like you know the, the human eye can only what distinguish what 60 fps right yeah. we're, we're at that point mm-hmm. exactly we're already there at that point so now it's to the point like you can go up to what 300 fps it's not going to matter. It wouldn't make a difference. Because no, we're not going to see the difference. The only reason so like a lot of PC gamers won't sit at 60 frames a second. No. Purely because if you're uh, running oh, 200 oh. frames a second and then you get a frame drop. Mm-hmm. Well, if, you, if you're running 200 frames a second and then you drop 50 frames in a second all of a sudden, you're not going to notice it. No, absolutely because not. Because it's still above 60 frames. Mm-hmm. And that's yep. it. Now, with the consoles... You know they can do sixty frames a second. If you get a frame drop, you're still going to notice it mm-hmm. because That's obviously true. the human eye can see the max us. cap. The max yeah. cap's only sixty. So yeah, and since for consoles and stuff, whenever we do get a frame drop, we're going to be seeing underneath the cap. And you know, for PCs and stuff, since they're going to be above the cap, they're never going to hit the max cap. Exactly. Yeah, they're never going to hit the max cap of the human eye. They're never going to see it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of graphics, man, like the, the what they have to do is to get even better and better. It just add more and more little things like that to real life that would be that you would notice. Like for example, like on Red Dead, you see like uh, the um, the steam coming off your horse whenever you go from a hot mm-hmm. to a cold area. You know yep. things like that. The little things like that they'll just have to sweat improve droplets. more and more. You yeah, see sweat stuff, droplets, blemishes, stuff like and that. stuff like that. And the yep. only way you can really do that is maybe like fine-tune it or tweak it a little bit to make it a little bit more distinguishable. Mm-hmm. Funny, That's really all a, you can do. I was watching a video, and one of the most difficult things to recreate inside a graphics engine is rain. Absolutely. I, I can see true? that. I can mm-hmm. see that. I mean, but then you've even got to take things like um, Sea of Thieves, right? So Sea of Thieves, we know, is very cartoony, and it's kind mm-hmm. of comical and stuff like that. Right. If you mm-hmm. actually play that game, and you, watch, you look at the water, 
they've done such a good job with the water. It is kind of, you know, the graphics are good, but they are cartoony and they're not like realistic in any way, really. They, they got a sense of realism, but they are cartoony. But you look at the water and water is one of the most difficult things to recreate. I've seen like the reflections in mirrors and waters and that you've got the whole race tra- uh, ray tracing to do with all lights and everything like that is just, it's getting really, really good. Um, right. But I yeah. say it can only go, you can't get more realistic than realistic. It's just not possible. Yeah, no, That's you're right. Cool. And like I said, you can only like fine tune it a little bit to distinguish more blemishes and more like sweat droplets and stuff like mm-hmm. that, which, you know, the sweat droplet goes to like, you know, NBA 2K20 and, and stuff like that. Like the, all the sports games, you can really see it there. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the graphics aren't necessarily like realistic yet. You know what I mean? That's true. That's no, true. But they're getting there. And then they're after there, that, yeah. all you're going to have is performance improvements. Do you mean so mm-hmm. into the future we're going to see even lower loading times, things like that, consoles and and PCs capable of much faster games. I mean, I don't know if Bobby listened to it, but we had a conversation about rural open worlds because at the minute open worlds aren't open worlds; they are they are semi rendered. Yeah, and there was a, a guy, a developer that came up, come out and said with like the new consoles. One of the things they can do is they can actually have like NPCs just doing their thing on a daily. Like you haven't got to load them, so if they're not loaded, they're not doing anything. So what do you mean if you're an MCP walking down the street and you log back in the next day, he could be the other side of the city. Do you know what I mean because he's carried on going because they've carried on going even when you're not in that area or not playing yep. things like that. So where it's mm-hmm. natural, real live world, real time stuff. <clears throat> So in theory, we can we should see some some pretty amazing stuff that they're going to be able to do because now they've got the power and the capability to do these things. So it's going to be really interesting. Yeah, that's true. true. Do you ever think? Of... I'm just out of, just out of curiosity. Have you guys seen Ready Player One? Yep, I have. It's okay, so do you ever think we'll ever get to that point yep, where what 100%. we do, whatever we do in the game, it happens in real life or whatever? Uh, I don't know. To be honest, so like, okay. To be honest, like when he goes to the marketplace or whatever, and he buys that vest mm-hmm. using the in-game currency, he ends up getting it in real life. Do oh, you ever he, think he, he buys the suit, doesn't he? He buys the VR suit. No, he buys the, that vest. He just buys it a vest. Yeah. And it gets sent to him. Yeah. So, do you ever think we'll get to that point, like using in-game currency or whatever to buy a certain thing to get in real life? Me. Maybe one day, like very far in the distant future, like for example, like thirty or forty years from now, because they are getting pretty advanced with the technology what they're doing now and stuff. It's funny and, you like, mention that because I think that movie's based in like twenty fifty. <laughs> yeah, well, like to, to put some perspective on it, right? So, for example, um, you know, I have VR, and one of the apps you can download is a virtual office, and apparently some companies have started doing it, especially when people are working from home, where actually they go in VR. And you have all like your desktops and everything, like if you was working in an office, and you've got other people then you have meetings and things like that, all in VR. Mm, yeah, see, so it's it's already it's already kind of started. Do you know what I mean? And that's the cool. thing is, all that kind of stuff, people love the VR aspects of things, um, the realism. It's gonna just cascade. I think. I think it's gonna get more and more. Um, and I think, yeah, it's a possibility. But yeah. the, the thing you've got is at the minute you've got generations. So we've got like our generation, which have been heavily fed on gaming. That's you've true. got generations before ours weren't. So as we become the older generation, 
it's going to be more of a prevalent thing throughout society, I think. Mm. See, they're doing, they're kind of doing stuff like that right now. Like with the, uh, you know, the race in France that takes place like every year is the 24 hour race is the Le Mans or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So they started doing that in VR. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause I was, we were, we were out eating one night and I was looking on one of the TVs and they were doing the 24 hour Le Mans race. And I was like, hold up. They're playing it like VR. And it's actually like counting. This was on Sports Center. They were doing it in VR. I was like, "What the heck? This is awesome!" <laughs> oh, that sounds that sounds cool. Yeah. I mean, you've even got things like uh, you've got big screen beta, which mm-hmm. is an application on VR, which is people can uh, play a movie, and you literally go into a VR cinema with a bunch of other people and watch a film. Yeah, um, I remember you talking about that one time. That, yeah. that would be cool too. That there's sounds a, really cool. There's another thing I can't remember what it's called where you'll have like music stars and they'll perform a concert in VR, like especially in the midst of lockdown when concerts sick. were cancelled they were performing concerts in vr no, um, so yeah so effectively it's already started the one thing like with like ready player one you don't want to happen is obviously there's a lot of corporate organizations within that mm. um so you don't want it to turn into people making money but then also if it does go that way what is our society going to be like because the thing is it's going to be a case of no one talks to each other because everything is online i already feel we have an issue with the younger generation and their social skills are lacking if you put everything into like the whole world is in vr social skills when it comes to person going out the window be gone you'll be doing job interviews vr yeah and i mean like i mean when it comes to relationships populating the earth i mean we'd probably see a huge decline in population because no one be meeting each other in real life because everything's online so i think there needs to be final i'd love to see it but it it would have to be done right i mean i Mm. I hope that if it does happen happens in my lifetime Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but yeah it has to be there has to be a balance yeah, it'd be cool though. Like I would love. To oh see yeah, that. for sure, man. Having yeah, a little place called the Oasis. Think about that. Like, okay, mm-hmm. so when I first saw this movie in theaters, I was like, dude, I want to be there. Like that would be know, so man. awesome. Because yeah, like man. when he's like when he first gets to his area, right where he plays his game, and he gets in that truck in the van or whatever. And he puts on his headset and he puts on his gloves and everything. And then he starts running on that treadmill, that 360 treadmill. I was like, that yep. is, I yep, want man. that. <laughs> and the that like full hungry. sprint too, man. He was doing it full sprint. But yeah, dude, like the Oasis though, you would never need another game because it, it covered everything, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Literally covered everything because obviously he was doing racing, there's shooting, there's everything. dancing for people. Want to dance. There's everything. So like... Mm-hmm. The only problem with that is game developers would no longer be required because there will be one thing and one thing only. Yeah. Yep. And the person that runs that company would be very powerful and they can get powerful very fast too. And the thing the thing very is true. too is like you have the mini games inside that game. So why even have individual games? You know what I mean? Because then you're at that point you're having friends play with you and then in that movie, you know, he kind of calls his best friend while she's playing or whatever. 
And he's like, yo, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, I'm doing this, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, oh, okay, well, I'll see you over here in about 15 minutes. And she's like, okay. Yeah, Dude, that works. would be amazing. Mm-hmm. That would be dark. That'd be incredible. That'd be... I mean, we're kind of there oh, now, you know, like you can do the party in PlayStation. That's when true. you're playing like two different games or everybody can be playing six different games, depending on how many people you have in the party. You mm-hmm. can kind of do that anyway. That's true. That's true. And also with like the way they're going to do it with the cross-gen parties as well. Like when PS5 yeah, does drop see? the new party system and stuff, they got it to where you can talk to anybody no matter what they're playing. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. they're going to have it to where you could have it on your phone too. You can be in the party chat as well. I'm Xbox gonna be, is already doing that. Yeah. And like people could be like somewhere out in the street and they'll get like a party request on their phone. And be like, yo, you know, what's going on? And they're like, yo, what are you doing? We're going to be so-and-so playing this and this and like so-and-so long, right? Like, All right, All right I'll cool. be home in like 20 minutes. Exactly. I mean, you can get home and get straight to it. Like, we're, we are already in that beginning bit. But the only place that it's going to go from there is pretty much just up, really. And then there's going to be a certain peak where that company does come out and it's going to be really powerful and they're going to be able to do stuff like that. Yeah. And to be honest, that is going to be a little bit scary, but it's also going to be really cool. No lie. Let's be honest. There's only one company currently is capable of doing that. Oh, yeah. What company? Microsoft. Absolutely. That's true. That's very true. I mean, the whole thing where they bought Bethesda and stuff like that was the biggest move in history. That was such a flex, bro. And that's just like, that just brought so many things together, just that alone. Exactly. Now, you think about it, they continue. Are they trying to dominate the gaming market as a whole? To the point where they own 90% of it? True. They're going to be. At this point, they kind of do, do they not? Except for PlayStation? PlayStation well, no, is that got, one little group. You've got independent developers, haven't you? So well, Sony yeah. them, themselves aren't, aren't a developer, are they? They just provide the hardware. Right. So, yeah, that's that's what you need to make the games any or to play the games anyway. Uh, theoretically, yeah, but then anyone could bring out a console. Um, mm-hmm. You just look at China, loads of people. There's so many different consoles that we never hear about over there. Um but the fact of you looking at game developers and people that actually produce the games, because without the game developers, there'd be no games, do, really. If you don't have the games, you have no requirements for a console or PC. And the fact that Microsoft are making waves in that in that section, I mean, they they own so many developers now as it is. And are they going to stop? Probably not. They're probably on an, on that acquisition process now where. They've just acquired Bethesda, which obviously included a lot of other games, uh, um, a lot, a lot of other developers. Sorry, um, and mm-hmm. they they could well continue. Right. Do you know what I mean? We That's could true. see him all of a sudden buy a Rockstar. For example. Oh, I don't. Oh, we won't get into that. <laughs> That's a different <laughs> yeah, topic for a different day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <mate. laughs> uh, speaking of Bethesda and stuff, like the most iconic thing that's happened, like when they bought Bethesda, was because you know Bethesda made Doom and they're like they're they're low setup. And everybody's comparing, you know, Doom Slayer, Doom Guy to Master Chief Halo, you know, and stuff. And when they bought it, they pretty much, somebody tweeted, like, a fan photo of it was, like, separated at birth, reunited once again. The twin brothers <laughs> of those two, yes, wielding their corresponding opposite <clears throat> weapons. And I was like, that's just a beautiful thing. But, oh, man. The thing is, uh, also, they're making waves of the way they're doing things in terms of the subscription service. So if yeah. you look at it, like the whole uh, Game Pass Ultimate thing, so theoretically, 99% of games you want to play, you haven't got to pay for because you pay your monthly subscription. 
So I that's imagine good. if they went along the lines of something like the Oasis, that would be the similar thing. You wouldn't actually be buying a game or anything like that. You would pay a subscription to be as part mm. of the Oasis. Yeah. Because mm. let's be honest, subscription services are just the way the world's going. Like you think about years ago when you had first had Netflix, and I don't know if you guys remember Love Film. Mm-mm. No. So we we had a company called Love Film. This was I think this was pre Netflix. But what that was, was it was a subscription service, but you ordered your film you wanted to watch and they sent you the DVD in the post. Netflix used to do that. And yeah, I think Netflix used to do that as well, but that was the way it was. But now obviously it's all digital and it's a streaming service and it's subscription based. And you think about you've got, now you've got uh, Netflix, you've got Amazon, you've got Love Film, you've got Now TV. That's the one that we have over here. And everything is termed into a subscription-based service. Yep. It yeah. used to be way back when with your mobile phone. No one had a contract phone. It was all, you'd buy a phone and it was on pay-as-you-go and you'd put credit on your phone. Now yeah. everyone has contracts. So yeah. subscription-based services are the way that the world is just going at the minute. Even to mm-hmm. the point of if you want Microsoft Office on your PC. Where you used to pay however for much the disc, for... right? Yeah, you used to pay yeah. for the disc and you'd have it. Now, Office Redbox is a subscription-based service. You pay a monthly subscription for it. So everything is yep. heading in that direction. Microsoft have mm-hmm. done it. PlayStation haven't really followed suit. But I feel like they're going to have to. So, yeah, so it's interesting um, the way things are moving. Because if you look at it as, a, as the grand scale, just not just game, but everything else, everything has gone along those lines. Well, okay, so... In a way, PlayStation has kind of do, done it. In a way, just humor me for a second. Because you pay for a year. You pay for a year. It's like, what, $60 a month? Or $60, yes, it's a, year. $60 a year? $60 a year, yeah. So PlayStation Plus. Yeah, so like if you do PlayStation Plus for $60 a year, you get two free games every month. So it's like it's kind of the same thing, but you don't get to pick what games they are. No, so well, well, that's not the same at all. Because so Xbox have got their version of PlayStation Plus, which is Xbox Gold. Right. So that's the same thing, and that allows you to play games online, and they you get like a couple of free games a month. And then their Game Pass is like the PlayStation Now. So you know PlayStation Now right. is... Yeah, like you're right. Okay, subscription. Yeah. And, but a lot of the games are old and outdated. And They're PlayStation games. Whereas... Like, games. Whereas, like, games. Whereas yeah, like... stream the games. Yeah. Xbox uh, Game Pass, that's totally different. I mean, they released Doom, and it was immediately able to play it. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Man. So, yeah, so the, the way they're changing, like, the game industry in that sense, mm-hmm. it's, pretty, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, speaking of, like, subscriptions and stuff and how things are going when it comes to that, there was this place, I don't remember the place that it's called, but it was a really cool, like, little center this guy built. And he said, you just buy a subscription, you can come in and do whatever you want, because he said that your subscription will pay for the content in it that you enjoy. Like, mm-hmm. he had, oh, there's, like, a big refrigerator filled with things, and it's just, oh, just come in, show your card, and take what you want, because your subscription, your subscription is paying for these things already. So you can just right. do whatever you want and, and have have it however your way while you're doing that and whatnot. You can just come in, go as you please. Yeah. For sure, man. I'll say it just seems to be the... Uh... The way things are going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. It'll be interesting. The next few years are gonna be interesting the way the way things go. Um, 
something definitely to look out for. But I think the gaming industry is changing for the better, but in a permanent way. Yeah, that's true. That's going to be very interesting the way they take it and to see where they go with all their things and all the subscriptions and stuff and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. All right. Speaking Ooh. of subscription, let's go oh, yeah. to the Stadia director. Uh, the Stadia director says streamers should pay developers to play their games. How do you feel about this, Lloyd? I call bullshit on this, man. I agree, 100%. I'm with you. Go, now, go on your tangent. Go ahead. I'm listening. Well, first things first is that, like we were saying, the whole gaming industry is huge now. Bigger yeah. than it's ever been. Mm-hmm. And you've got streamers. Now, at the end of the day, if you've got thousands of people watching someone play your game, you're getting loads of free exposure, free publicity. Oh, my God. Dude, like, you hit the nail on the head. I feel the same way about this. Like, go ahead. I'll let you finish. I feel the same way, though. Go ahead. <laughs> but, but that's it. So, like, you've got so much exposure where you could have people that have never heard of your game mm-hmm. watch a streamer play mm-hmm. it, and they're like, damn, I need to try that. And mm-hmm. go and buy it. Do you yep. know what I mean that is free advertising at its peak? Yeah. Do you know what I mean why the hell would it, would a streamer then if they've bought the game, why would they should they then pay you royalties to play it? That's ridiculous. That's so stupid. The royalties I mean, that they're giving you is buying the game. That's their royalties. Exactly. Really. And the end of the day is developers know this because that is why they give streamers early access. Mm-hmm. and free copies because it's basically publicity. saying yeah play our exactly. game because thousands of people watch you and then they buy it do you know what i mean mm-hmm. they're not mm-hmm. developers are not stupid i mean yeah. it's even to the point that google and stadia and everything like that came out and said that this man's opinions are not do not represent the opinions of us they had to send out <laughs> a statement like that because they just knew it was just ridiculous like what a stupid thing to say if they if they brought that in you kill streaming. You yeah. kill it. Yeah, absolutely. Because the amount of money they'd have to pay in royalties. If if they stream a game for eight hours a day, every day for a week, how many how much royalties would they have to pay for that? Mm-hmm. It would not be worth their time. It would not be worth their while. It like it is like the most stupidest comment I have ever heard in my life. For for people out there listening and you don't know what we're talking about, so the creative director of Stadia. Uh, Alex Hutchinson, I am going to call him out because he's a freaking idiot. So (laughs) the tweet goes, it says, the real truth is the streamers should be paying the developers and publishers of the games they stream. Mm -mm. No, they should not. And then the rest of the tweet goes on and says they should be buying a license like any real business and paying for the content they use. The thing is, is they do pay for these games. They buy the game. When they buy the game, that's basically the royalties right there covered. That's, that's the license to play the game. Exactly. Yeah. You're buying the license to play the game. They shouldn't be paying the developers more out of their pocket because them playing the game in turn is going to make other people buy this game because they're going to be like, hey, what is this game? I haven't seen this game. And then when they see it, they get interested in it. So then they're mm-hmm. making even more from those people that are watching the streamer. So yeah, and then let alone, like, let alone, like, on top of that, people, you know, streamers and stuff, they make their money off their viewers and, like, people, you know, do donations or whatever and do all that extra exactly. stuff, and bits yeah. stuff. And plus, like, 
if they was to do that and pay them for playing their game, then the the streamers will lose profit and they'll just be going in in debt and stuff, and and they won't be able to pay for the things that they need to live to continue streaming. And because that's what is, they got it. Yeah, I think I think too that the developers are kind of pissed off maybe at the streamers because they make more money than they do. <laughs> I don't uh, know. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it could be. They do and they don't. The thing is, this all—I think this all comes on the back of—you've um, probably all heard about the Twitch uh, DMCA strikes uh, going on. Maybe I have, maybe I haven't. I don't know. Go on. Basically, it's there's over. a. Okay, so recently, a lot of uh, Twitch streamers got a, an email from Twitch saying, "Oh, we've re- we've removed some of your content for you because it breaches DMCA, which is basically copyright act for music." Oh yeah, gotcha. Mm. Um, and there's a bit of a call going on, and people like thinking, "Oh, I'm going to delete my whole back catalog and things like that." Mm-hmm. The thing is, the music industry, theoretically, they could go along the same thing. Do you know what I mean, they could approach, say, Drake mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. not doing very well. He wants some money. He could easily approach Doctor Disrespect and say, "Look, if I produce an intro for your stream, will you use it?" Because the end of the day is, if you've got over a week, 10,000 people watch that, and they hear that song, and it's like, what's that? And all of a sudden, they go in. Yeah. yeah. It's the It'll same as the whole, t- the whole TikTok thing. Do you know what I mean? That's done wonders for the music industry, because people watch these people doing these stupid TikTok dances. All so these like, what's, what's, Yeah, what's that song? And then they go, and they end up downloading, and they're paying for it. But yeah, so this is, I think this is all coming on the back of, there's a huge DMCA thing going on with music copyrights and things yeah. like that and Twitch where people can get taken to court and shut down and, and all sorts. Because that if goes... you if you're yeah. paying playing certain music, you've got to be paying royalties for it. And right. I think his comments come off of the back of this. Yeah. And it kinda goes on it kinda goes hand in hand with the ad apocalypse that happened too mm-hmm. a while back with YouTube and all that crap too. I think That's it goes true. with that. But That's very true. I don't know, man. I don't think Personally, I don't think the streamers should be paying anything out of pocket other than the price of the game. Exactly. And that's how that's, the developers are their, making their money. Yeah, and that's that's also how the streamers are going to be able to keep streaming as well for the people so they can keep getting more and more money to be able to sustain it entirely. Right. Absolutely. Exactly. I mean, the, Just those for interest, the MCA is the Digital Millennium Copyright Act. Now, yeah. I the way I, I see it is that it kind of goes the same. I mean, if people are playing certain your your mute say you make a song you release it and a streamer's playing it in the background of his while he's away like afk yeah do you know what I mean that's exposure for your song for you, mm, do you know what I mean? if anything you should be promoting that not trying to stop people doing that because yeah. you know, what's going to happen is people are going to stop having any form of music or anything like that mm-hmm. um this kind of goes all... in line too sorry to cut you off this kind of no, goes in no. line with the other night when we were, when I was streaming, right, Bobby, you were there, Lloyd, you mm-hmm. were playing with me, and another friend was there. It goes along the lines of what I was saying, too. It's like, you know, any kind of publicity you guys can give me, and I've told you this a hundred times, I've said, any kind of publicity True. you can give me, anything that you can do to get my name out there, I appreciate it greatly. I might not be able to pay you for it or nothing like that, but any anything you can give me to, you know, just kind of say, Hey, go check this guy out. You know, he just started up, you know, anything like that. 
if you can do that, like that just that just helps me greatly because the best way to get something out there is word of mouth. Everybody knows that. Agreed. That's true. A That's lot of true. people do not. A lot of people do not read anymore. Most of the time, it's by here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's word of mouth. It's Absolutely. all word of mouth. Like we said earlier, word of mouth is the greatest publicity you can ever get. Absolutely. I mean, just, yeah. just to give you like a perfect example, like when Skyrim first came out, um, I was a little bit on the fence about Skyrim. I know people, a load of people jumped in head first. Mm-hmm. And I actually watched a guy do like a playthrough on YouTube. This guy, a young guy, American guy, I think his name is Ghost Robo. Um, oh, I remember Ghost Robo. It's yeah, been man. a while, but I remember him. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, and, yeah that's and, true. Do you know what I mean he he had I, I follow him wasn't like do you know, wasn't millions but he you know he had a fair few people um, doing it same as you had uh, I don't know if you guys remember the Rad Brad I don't remember. yeah I still watch him I yeah really cool guys like way back when and for mm-hmm. example I was on the fence I was like oh, I don't know about Skyrim watch Ghost Robo play it Ghost Robo play it and I was like damn I went and bought the game the following day I remember yeah. Bobby getting Dark Souls free and. Mm-hmm. I never really played the Dark Souls game, and you share played with me on PlayStation, and I watched you play it, and Word literally mouth. half an hour later, I'd bought the game, and I was da- I was downloading it. Do you yep. know what I mean? Word yeah. there you and go. that's just Word your perf- your perfect examples. A lot of times mm-hmm. when people are on the fence about a game or don't or never even heard of it, they will watch someone play it, and all of a sudden that's a sale for that developer. Yeah. So why you'd want to try and charge someone for doing that? is beyond me because they're the people that are actually making you more money than you would if you'd done that. If yeah. they weren't playing it, if there was no streamers, they wouldn't make as much money. No. That's true. And I think that's why the gaming industry has exploded like it is now. Because the streamers are coming out of the woodwork. The content creators are coming out of the woodwork. They're publicist what's the word? They're showing the public these games and stuff like that. So it's you know that that's great publicity for all these developers and some of these content creators have sponsorships with some of these gaming development companies so mm. you know it's... i mean let's be honest if the developers want to do that they would not be giving away free copies to streamers they no. wouldn't be giving them early access they wouldn't be giving streamers additional copies to give away in giveaways mm-hmm. that's, that's true I mean. that's they very true they, they wouldn't do it they, could, they, they know what they're doing Mm. The fact that this director of Stadia is a complete and utter plonker, man. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Um, all he's done <laughs> is is open up a can of worms. He's had a lot of lashback for it. To the point that even Google themselves have turned around and said, we have no affiliation with this yeah. man's opinions. Like you said, <laughs> so, he's opening up a can of worms that are spoiled. Like, come on, dude. Yeah, man. It's just, it was just a stupid thing to say. Um, I think he yeah. lost his job by making that comment. Bro, if he, do- if he didn't, he should. Like, exactly. no joke. Man. Bro, if yeah. I was, like, one of the big streamers, I would be all over this guy. I'm not even joking. That I think Jack Jacksepticeye said something, too. Oh, he's big, too. Oh, man. I, well, let the, me see. Go ahead. I'm going to see if I can pull up the tweet he said. There's a, there's a streamer called Dan. Yeah, he's the one. Yeah, he said what basically what me and you were saying, that it's, it shouldn't be a thing because they're making well, so much free publicity. Well, the thing is, he was one that came out and said that Stadia paid him money to promote Stadia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's ironic. So, mm. like, and yeah, it was just, it was just. Ridiculous. No, that was, that was Jack Septicar that said that. No, it was Dan. Oh, well, the, there was a few streamers that they paid, but there was a, da- it's like Dan D, 
DMC or TDM. something like that. Dan TDM. TDM. Yeah, and he, he said me and multiple other streamers were paid by Stadia to promote Stadia. Mm. They were paid for it. So, so do you know what I mean? So that just goes against everything that he said. Right? So annoying. I'm going to like this tweet. All right, and speaking of easy publicity and stuff, like a lot of YouTubers and people that were like doing you- videos on YouTube originally have moved on the streamers and stuff, like on the Twitch and whatnot, and become you know pretty famous on there. And let alone still make their YouTube content as well, which is even more publicity. Like some some content creators have like two forms of you know publicity to get it everywhere. So I mean, like you just, you just got to look at the direction the streaming have gone. So. At one point, Twitch was one of the very few platforms that were well-established for streaming. Yeah? That's true. Would we all agree mm-hmm. with that? Well, the mm-hmm. fact now that Play, uh, PlayStation, YouTube was um, was mainly just videos. So you'd create your video and upload it. But now you yep. can stream on YouTube. You can mm-hmm. stream on Facebook. You had Mixer, which is obviously, they got bought out. But there's so many platforms. So even like the terms of Facebook, which is a social media app. Do you know what I mean? It's for connecting with people. But now... Mm-hmm. You can stream on it. I mean, people have partnerships with with PlayStation, and they can stream on it. The fact um, partnership with PlayStation, partnership with Facebook, they can stream mm-hmm. it. In an even to the point where Facebook, I don't know if you know, bought Oculus. Oh, really? So they yeah. own Oculus. So, like, yeah. if you so the new Oculus Quest Two, if you buy one of them, you have to log in with a Facebook account. So oh, wow. every everyone is take dipping their toe and taking a step in that direction because they know what that is now. It's massive. It's a huge part of the economy. It's it's gone bigger than anyone's ever thought, and everyone's needing to adjust their platform to accommodate it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I imagine in a not so distant future, you'll have streaming on um, Twitter and Instagram and probably everything. Everything they're working. This- they're working on it on Spotify. Ooh, that's gonna be doesn't, interesting. But doesn't surprise uh, me at all, man. Like, no, they're they're actually right now. They're actually starting to do like videos with the with the songs, right? So like, if you uh-huh. have a song on your playlist and you click on this playlist, I notice it on my phone when I'm listening to music at work or whatever. And when you play the song or whatever, if you pull up like the actual song itself, like where it shows where it's playing and everything like that, it's playing a video in the background. Yeah, I noticed yeah, that. Man. Yeah, they're working on the streaming thing for Spotify. They're working yeah. on it. Yeah. Rooster Teeth, all their podcasts are videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, so, wow, yeah. Really? so mm-hmm. this is the thing. All these platforms that pro- provide uh, the ability to do certain things are moving where they, like Facebook, never in a million years would have had streaming games no. in mind. That's true. But they've moved for the times. Mm-hmm. It's become a like... huge, huge part. Yeah, I feel like, too, if you're coming up as a streamer, the best one to go with at the moment, I think, is probably Facebook. Because the reason being is because they kind of promote or they help you promote yourself a little mm-hmm. bit better than Twitch does. So Yeah, that's true. Because Twitch is for, like, sometimes some of those big people. Or just well, people just trying to stream, you know. What? No, no, no. The reason the these people are big is because mm-hmm. the ones who are big on Twitch, the reason they're big on Twitch is because they caught Twitch right at the beginning, okay? And, That's true. And they caught Twitch at the beginning right when people started streaming video games. Well, when they started streaming video games, everybody on Twitch was, you know, rare, like rare people. Not everybody was on Twitch. So That's true. 
everybody who's who was rare on Twitch brought these people that weren't rare, you know, just kind of new people in there. They kept bringing people in and stuff like that. Well, then eventually it got to where it's at now. Now it's nothing but big people that got made by Twitch. Mm-hmm. So Facebook has kind of taken the same route with uh, gamers help at this point. So mm-hmm. uh, Stone Mountain 64 is in on most of that. He's like the head of Facebook gaming owners. He oh, he is really? the one that so Stone yeah. Mountain sixty four was the one that approached Facebook and because he were he had a Twitch partnership mm-hmm. and he didn't like the restrictions like Twitch was saying you have to stream this game or this game and you have to do this many hours per day or per week and have this many viewers to keep yeah. your partnership and he didn't like the restrictions so Stone Mountain sixty four he approached Facebook and said look I want to try and do a streaming on Facebook I want to do a new thing come away from Twitch. And do it, and he's the one that started it. He's even got um, he's got this thing called Pipeline. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Yep, it's a uh, it's like a, a a program that he has to help you build up your stream. Yeah, exactly. That's so for, man. For streamers. Yeah, yeah, he started this thing called Pipeline. So mm-hmm. I think he pays a subscription, but basically, he him and his team and all the people and the community are all there. Like, yeah, we do this, do that, help mm-hmm. you along the way to make it. Yep. Do you know what I mean? So he's taken it away from Twitch where. Do you know what? If I was the owner of Twitch, I would have done the same thing. Yeah, they've got greedy. But I would have done the same thing because they're making really good money. But yeah, some people don't like it and they've come away from it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Before we get too far off the topic, I'm going to say this. I, I found that tweet that Jack Septicai said, and it says, I find this thinking extremely ironic. I find this thinking extremely ironic considering you have a fan art of me, a streamer, as you banner... As your banner from when I played Savage Planet. So it was Jack Septica that said that, you know, he, he played Savage Planet to try to promote it, I guess. Which yeah. is kind of ironic, but, you know, <laughs> is what it is. That's true. But, but yeah, like, Stone Mountain 64 has his hand in all of that. Like, he, he's been trying to grow Facebook gaming and all that. So, I mean... Yeah, he's he's definitely like helping people get up there, you know, and help them promote their own channel, everything. Um, Facebook gaming has come a long way. Uh, a lot of times I do scroll through my Facebook feed and like every third or fourth post is somebody streaming games on Facebook. And yeah, it's true. not always Stone Mountain 64. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it could be anybody, like people you never even heard of. And, they, and see, that's the thing. Most of these people... Have like 15 viewers. Not bad. That, that tells you right now, right there, that you know they're kind of trying to push Facebook gaming up as much as they can. So it's like, I don't know, dude. It, it's amazing yeah. what Stone Mountain 64 has done with Facebook as far as the gaming goes. Yeah, and speaking of that, like, well, one last side thing is that um, I actually played with him one time on Battlefield Three like years ago. It was only once, though. Those kills really fun. We had tanks and stuff. It was that was that's for a different day, uh, but there's like some pages and stuff on Facebook as well that have like little groups of people that want to do that and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it's called Open World Gaming on Facebook, mm-hmm. and like they'll stream all the time, and they have like one or two K viewers on there and stuff, and it'll just be just streaming casually, like things with GTA or like mods GTA, just all kinds yeah. of different, different mm-hmm. things on Facebook and stuff. It's all different games, and it's not just one game that's popping at that point, and they. That's just it. It's like they don't pick a streamer that has been playing one particular game that's big right now. 
yeah, let's say a lot of streamers are streaming Among Us at the moment. We know this. Mm-hmm. Or they're streaming a little bit of Genshin or something, right? Yeah, it's Genshin see, Among Us. You don't see just those games. Like, you see these people that are playing, they might have 15 viewers, but they might be playing a horror game. That's true. Yeah, man, that's true. Yeah. I mean, you had, um, do you guys know Paul Shock? Yeah. I know so Paul Yeah, it's so Paul Shock on, again, on Facebook. And he pretty much just, he just streams what he wants. Yeah. So, like, I, mean, I King think Italian he, does too. Yeah. I mean, there was That's even a point he was, he was streaming Destiny 2, Paul Sharp mm-hmm. was. Yeah. And some people were like, why are you playing Destiny 2? And he's like, because I can. Yeah. I don't give a toss. I enjoy it. I'm going to play what, I'm going to stream what I enjoy. Mm-hmm. You can guys stick around and enjoy my content or, or not. Whereas you don't get that flexibility with Twitch. I could be wrong so here, but, but my <laughs> understanding is that Twitch dictates a lot of what you do, as in how much time you have to stream per week, how many viewers you have to have per week, how many videos you have to post as well, what you play. And there's a lot of restrictions. And, you know, going back to Stone Mountain 64, he didn't like that. He didn't like those restrictions. Um, and yeah, starting this whole Facebook thing up, and you do see this aspect of a lot of people playing what they want. And at the end of the day, is content I believe is better when they're enjoying what they're doing rather right. than being forced. Like, you know me, I hate Fortnite. Oh, God. So yeah, can you same. imagine my content if I was on stream, if I was on Twitch, right? And I was being told I've got to stream twenty hours of Fortnite a week. Oh no, dude! I'll be ready to hang myself. Like, Same. dude, it would just be ridiculous. Like, I would my content would not be good because I wouldn't be enjoying myself. Right. But if you take a game like Paul Sharp with Destiny Two, some of that content was great because he was genuinely enjoying himself because it's a game that he enjoys playing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the difference: is if you take people that are enjoying themselves and having a laugh and just loving what they do, their content is so much good, better. It's purer. Mm-hmm. It's just entertainment yeah. rather than someone that's forced to do something. Yep. And see, True. that's the thing too about King Gathalian. King Gathalian used to play Destiny on Twitch. Him and Professor Broman, T Rex, and all them—they used to play on Twitch. They used to play Destiny and Destiny Two. That was it. Well, King Italian's on Facebook now, and he's playing uh-huh. anything. Wait, so, word? Yeah, he's on Facebook now. No wonder I haven't seen him, because I remember yeah. there was this whole thing with, like, Mixer and stuff, and people going to Mixer and whatnot, trying oh, out that thing. Mixer shut flopped. down. Mixer yeah, Mixer flopped. flopped. Mixer got pulled out. Yep. Mm-hmm. It flopped. Yeah. True. And... But, yeah, King Italian's on Facebook now, and he's playing anything. Like, he plays Genshin. He's like, <laughs> Destiny 2, he plays Destiny 1. He plays, I don't know if I've seen him play Among Us, but he plays a lot of Wii games too. Like he plays Wii with his wife and stuff like that. So, I mean, in my own opinion, I could see the likes of probably the two. Good Lord, I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The two platforms that I see taking over more so are YouTube and Facebook. Yeah. Um, I see them as being like the two biggest ones, and it probably won't decline. I mean, anyone that any anything new that comes out, like some form of streaming service, like the likes of Twitch or something like that, they've got to bring something new to the table. 
because otherwise mm-hmm. it's, it, everything's the same. And the fact of the matter is that everyone had Facebook previous. So That's true. the ability to have a streaming section within Facebook just is ease. Mm-hmm. Whereas when Twitch come along, for example, this was a new thing. Everyone had to download this new app and make a new account and all this kind of stuff. Whereas if you've got, like YouTube, YouTube's been around for God knows how long now. Which I mean, everyone's got a YouTube account. Everyone. That's so, true. So yeah, so they're, they, I think, will be the two biggest players. Because um, even with... Because uh, Doctor Disrespect done this whole thing of, of viewership since he come to YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're saying that since he come on board, and obviously there's many variables to it, but viewership on YouTube, just in general, has gone up. Now, theoretically, on Twitch, when you had the return of Ninja and Shroud, viewership should have skyrocketed. But it didn't. That wasn't the case. That's true. No, it, it didn't. And this is the thing. You've got two of what, what was the two, two of the biggest streamers on Twitch. Return to Twitch. Plummeting. Yeah, well, so not they, really plummeting, but you know, no, going down. Not as popular, but yeah, but yeah you got two big, two of the biggest streamers. Return to Twitch. Yeah, they're still getting a lot of viewers, but has the viewership as a whole across Twitch gone up? Not no. really. Nope. Not in comparison to say the likes of YouTube. And obviously, Doctor Disrespect is doing this whole thing of look, it's all me. I done this, which we know. You know, there's many, many variables that go into it. Let's be um, honest. So, there's more outlets out there. I mean, yeah, it's not just Twitch it's, anymore. It's not just mm-hmm. Twitch anymore. It's this you know, is the thing. Facebook, yeah. Twitch is still currently like the big dog, but there's other like little underdogs trying to rise up too. But the thing is, is all these underdogs are taking over. And mm-hmm. I mean, okay, so for instance, Fortnite, right? I, I mentioned yep. this in a previous podcast. You know, for instance, Fortnite. You go into Twitch, right, and you pull up Fortnite. You have like maybe four or five people that are streaming to a thousand people. Okay. How yep. many are streaming to zero viewers? Mm. Think about yeah. that. There's like maybe a thousand or so streamers, maybe even more streaming to zero viewers. This would nothing. Yeah. It's because yeah. Twitch does not promote the underdog. That is very true. Because they're not making the money for them. Twitch, the, the lower, the underdogs are not making the money for Twitch. The only ones that are making the money are people like Ninja, Shroud, all of them. All the big dogs and stuff. Exactly. They do not promote the underdog. They don't. Mm-hmm. And Facebook is turning that around and doing that. Ooh. I got to look into the like, For example, I've just, I've just gone to Twitch right now. Right? Mm-hmm. I know what I've done this types Fortnite. And this is the thing. You've got pages and pages and pages of people playing Fortnite. Mm-hmm. I mean, how, if you how type many in streaming to zero though, a bunch. Right? Uh, I haven't got that far down the page. There's pages and pages of it. I'm yeah. down to like <laughs> 15 viewers per, 14 viewers See? per, 13. So, it but, is but you mean you've got hundreds, if not thousands, of people streaming the same game. Mm-hmm. doing the same thing mm-hmm. over and over yeah. and this is the thing if you go onto facebook and you've probably got um people like playing escape from tarkov mm-hmm. or something like that which is Just like some odds and end games like yeah yeah which but it's like i mean escape from tarkov has got uh, like a huge following and like quite a, quite a cult going on and it's like amazing mm-hmm. um but yeah i'm still scrolling man Still scrolling. Like literally, <laughs> there is thousands of people so many streaming people stream Fortnite. Fortnite. 
because yeah. they want to be like Ninja or they want to be like Tifu, and it's like, come on. Yes. And like, let's yeah. be honest, man. Do you think that I ever would in my life would stream Fortnite? No. Possibly. <laughs> Absolutely. Nah. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't really stream Fortnite either. I, I couldn't oh, stand wait. it. Dude, and it's just like, but it's the thing. If you go to to the more niche games, they like people will be streaming something, even something like Destiny Two. Yeah. I guarantee you, if I search Destiny Two now, there'll be barely anyone playing it. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not because there's a new DLC coming out. That's true. There's still gonna be some people like you know, people like Dado, for example, occasionally jumping into it and whatnot to do the weekly ritual stuff. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Yeah. Like. There's nothing like really big question. popping off. Real question. Are you still on Twitch? Yeah. Okay, so where okay, as far as like the top ten games streamed, where is Fortnite right now? Oh god, now you're asking. You can go I think you can just hit browse and it'll tell you. The reason I'm asking this is it's because <laughs> Right. And see the reason I'm asking this is what's crazy is the most streamed games on Twitch is mostly IRL streams, League of Legends, Dota 2, and just chatting. Mm-hmm. And sometimes yeah. Fortnite is up there. World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft, there. yeah. Like, if we look at this, just, just chatting, 302,000 viewers. All right? It's the number one, right? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Among Us, 329,000 viewers. Not bad. Fortnite's got 203,000 viewers. So see, it's... How many... How many people are streaming that? God only knows. Mm-hmm. This thing is very true. Phantas, uh, Phantasmophobia, which is the game I spoke to you about, which looks yeah. amazing. It's got 68,000 viewers. But it's got, so in terms of popularity, it's higher than Fortnite because you've got 203,000 viewers, but that's spread out over probably 50,000 streams. I was about to say, that could be 203,000 streams streaming to one person, and it's them looking at their phone and looking at the chat. Exactly. <laughs> so that's, this is where this kind of little table comes into play. I so say that thing, because I do that. <laughs> Genshin, Genshin Impact has got 48.9 thousand viewers, but yeah. it's higher up on the list for Fortnite because it's it's higher density per mm-hmm. stream. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I think I'm right in saying that this is down to densities per stream. Absolutely. It's not the quantity, it's the quality. 100%. Mm-hmm. Do you mean, yeah. Star Wars Squadrons is fifth on the list. See? It's crazy. <laughs> and I think crazy. Minecraft is still popping with over 100k. 135k viewers. Yeah. Yep. Rocket my mind. is even above Fortnite, man. You know and why? Thing, but because it just s- become free again. That's why. Yeah. But people are still stuck on the whole Fortnite thing. Yeah. And it's like, comes with some uh, like this is what we were talking about last week about originality like with Mr. Beast and things like that mm-hmm. you need originality for your content or you need a niche something yeah exactly if you're just going to stream Fortnite and play Fortnite well there's 50 million billion other people doing exactly the same thing and honestly I've been streaming a lot lately and it's never the same game yeah man because it, it's nice to keep things interesting yeah and I've been streaming Genshin Impact dude Yesterday, I started streaming Red Dead 2's story. <laughs> really? Yes. One yeah, thing, yeah, I've been playing the story on Red Dead 2 and really getting back into it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But 
who knows? I might end up going online with Red Dead 2. I don't know. Like, it all depends on my mood at that time. This is the thing. I mean, but also you've got a lot of these niche things. Like, um, I play a lot of ESO, as you know. Yeah. And when it comes to making YouTube videos and things like that, I mean, there wasn't many people that had, like, over 5K subscribers. No. If you, if you made videos on Fortnite, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, some people would have, like, half a million subscribers. It was a niche market, but the community was better. Yeah, that's true. Cipher Cipher PK blew up on ESO. Mm-hmm. So, one of the biggest things that happened to ESO was when Shroud started, started playing ESO. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, it's, it's, it went crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. I guess it just depends on the person that plays it and promotes it. I don't know. It's it's crazy. It's gonna be blown out of proportion. Mm-hmm. It all depends. Like, it's not the. <laughs> I guess the best way to put it is, is, is it the size of the stone that creates the big-ass ripple in the water? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not the saying. Yeah, yeah I know. That's not, not the same. Is but... it the size <laughs> of the stone that creates the big-ass ripple in the water? <laughs> <laughs> that's, just, that's just what I can think of, okay? <laughs> hey, look, that's the closest thing I can get. But yeah, you, you get my drift. You know what I mean. I'm going to kill... Two birds with one mother of a rock. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite the same. But we get what you mean, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty much like that. Before we wrap up, anybody have anything else y'all want to talk about? Uh, well, I do remember the days Lloyd was teaching me ESO. That was pretty fun. That was pretty funny. So you, you just disappeared on me, man. Yeah, oh man, it's like I just disappeared as a whole, bro. I couldn't. I just, oh man, Dude, you were like the Houdini of our group. No joke. Yeah, you need to stick around more, man. I need my hype, man. I feel you. I feel you. I'm not gonna lie. I've been everywhere. We know. <laughs> yeah, literally in the closet. <laughs> we're not gonna talk about that. We won't. We won't. So you don't want right. to mention uh, earlier when you said I can't sit on that. <laughs> I, I know I am not editing that out. No way, no how. <laughs> oh man, coming to a video near only. you. Yeah, it's exit only, bro. <laughs> Don't be stealing my joke now. Chill. Oh, so once, we, once we're done this podcast, you're going to come out of the closet. <laughs> again still my jokes man we need to end it we need to end this right just, now just to give just to give people context bobby <laughs> is currently sitting in a closet doing this because he's got a smoke alarm that beeps so that's where these so those are like what are these guys even talking about He's got a chair sitting in a closet, and he's got a pillow right at the crack on the of the floor, like right at the crack of the door on the floor to try to block out all the sound. It's hilarious. It's fucking hot in here, bro. <laughs> well, first when I come on the stream, he starts talking. He's like, "Bro, are you in the toilet?" And he's like, "Yes." Yeah. <laughs> That's hey, hilarious. look, man, y'all, you guys are worried about my smoke alarm. <laughs> I've learned to drown it out over the years. <laughs> I, Dude, I, mean, you, I mean, you was the one that was winning. To sit in a closet. <laughs> <laughs> I even said too. I was like, you know, at the end of the stream, we're or the end of this podcast, we're gonna make a coming out of the closet joke. We have to, like, God. 
Dude, you don't need to tell me once. You know I'm in there. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. What, if, you stop, if you told me, right? He said, what you go mean? ahead, bro, and you just go sit in a closet while we do the we do this calling, and be like, hell no! What are you talking about? <laughs> the things I do for publicity. Uh, <laughs> things we do for content. What you mean? Man, exactly, bro. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. Well, that being said, we're going to head it off. One thing I want to tell you guys, though, Bobby, Lloyd, mm-hmm. that y'all know this. Right? There's this one thing I'm doing, okay? And I'm letting all the listeners know, too. We're streaming on Twitch, all right? Twitch.tv forward slash The Grit Show. We also have our Twitter you can follow, at Grit Show. G is capitalized, S is capitalized. Go follow us there. It lets you know when I am streaming. One thing I'm trying to do right now, Y'all don't know this. This is going to be a surprise to y'all. I come up with this idea, and I'm going to do this. If I can get 50 followers on Twitch, mm-hmm. 50 followers, tell everybody. If I can get 50 followers on Twitch before the beginning of the year, I'm dying my hair. Ooh. Okay. Right, I'm going to back to make 50 Twitter accounts. <laughs> yeah, me, and, me too. Wait, 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 get wait, to wait, choose? wait. There's more. There's more. There's more. There's more. If I get 50 followers before the beginning of the year, I'm dying my hair. If I get 100 followers before the beginning of the year, y'all choose the color. I'm still making 100 counts. Guys. <laughs> I'm going to make you hair pink. Let's get that going. Just also a reminder. Let's start. I could try that again, shall we? Jesus. Just Boys, a reminder, guys. <laughs> easy for me to say eh? <laughs> if you guys have any uh comments you want to mention about our podcast you know if you have an opinion that we don't uh different opinion or if there's something you want us to cover then let us know just hit us up on twitter yeah and we'll absolutely. be happy to cover it yeah and definitely guys I- i'm being serious about this whole hair dye thing all right 50 followers before the beginning of the year i'm dying my hair 100 followers before the beginning of the year y'all pick the color all right with that being said, I'm Daniel Son. I'm DJ Lloyd. And I'm Bobby Apprentice, Apprentice yes. we appreciate you coming out, my guy. It's been Hello. fun. Yeah, man, it, it was enjoyable. I'm going to make your hair pink. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not doing pink. Dude, what was that? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> you talking to me, man. But no, for real, I, I'm being serious, though. Like, I, I really want to do that. So let your friends know. Tell everybody, you know what I'm saying. Once again, I'm Daniel Son. Bobby, we appreciate you coming on. Lloyd, hit him with the outro. Uh, what? <laughs> hit him with the outro. <laughs> on the spot, man. I don't have an outro. <laughs> you did right? last time. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stay safe. God bless. Wear protection. Peace. Deuces, yo. <laughs> <laughs>